It's Radio Free Tap Back, and I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. And uh, we're back. What's up? How you been? I've been all right. I'm I'm doing I'm doing better. Uh, I don't know if I have mentioned it on here, but we we we've been dealing uh, with some major depression over here in the, in the Donovan household. Uh, but I, I'd like to. I'm happy to say. I think it may have been demoted at this point to simply sergeant depression, <laughs> which is a lot easier to a lot easier to deal with. And I'm hoping in the coming weeks, you know, with dedication and and practice of, of meditation and exercise that maybe I can even get it all the way down to just just simple private, you know, depression. <laughs> the kind that you can uh, really bully and like push around the kind that doesn't yeah. have any status. Call it a maggot. Make my depression run a hundred miles. I don't know what they do in the fucking military. <laughs> I hope those ranks are in the right order too. No, no, you did it. That was good. That was good. All right, nice. And I, yeah. I only know so, this because of the progression system in first-person shooters. Oh, true. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm basically have training, dude. Thank me for my fucking service. How can I <laughs> Thank me for my fucking service. <laughs> no, but 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 shit's going better. Life is a fucking fuck right now, though. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm also, folks, relocating again. I will be in Chicago next. Radio Free Toad Bag will will reach it. Oh, I was in Central Time before. Fuck. I got to move into the mountains to get to nail that fourth. You got to hit Colorado. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the next one up there. So we're, we're fully coast to coast. <laughs> fully coast uh, to coast. So, so that shit's wild. Uh, but, hey, I know I know a lot of you are there, so that's good times. And uh, also, fucking, as as you know, I was in Nashville before this, and I know a lot of you were there. Uh, if you're not familiar, Nashville and East Nashville and other parts of the city, like literally right where I used to live, there's a huge tornado last night that like dropped right on top of uh, where my neighborhood was. And a couple people have died and houses have been destroyed. A lot of people are, are homeless out, out there. Um, so this is this is my sincere posting effort. If you're there, you know, get out there and do what you can to help people. And if you're somebody, you know, who listens to this, um, and and I don't I don't care if you if you know me or not, um, but need you know need contact or, or need help out there, you know, feel free to shoot us or shoot me a message on here. Uh, I don't know I don't know how much I can do from from Portland, but I could I think I could at least point you in the right direction with with some people because a lot of my friends back there are. Uh, are working on, on fixing that. So I hope all of you out there are well, that, uh, that shit sucks. It truly does. Uh, we had a tornado come through my neighborhood when I was a little kid and it tore our shed off the foundations through the neighbor yard and put a trampoline in the, in the tree, but I didn't have any serious damage. So like as traumatic as losing my trampoline was, I can't imagine what it's like losing your phone. <laughs> I would imagine it's about the same. Dude. It's, <laughs> it's very trampolines, similar. man. Fuck, what are you gonna do without a without that bounce? Without that core without exercise that, that you get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what's that's what's wild though, because it, it, like the the tornado ramps up in severity so fucking quickly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I grew up in Arkansas. There was there was a good amount of them, and usually it was just like yeah, you know, what, you, you hear the warnings and stuff and, and whatever, or you see, you know, you get the the goofy fucking debris all over the place which you know isn't great but it's kind of funny if there's a trampoline in a tree you know nobody's been hurt you're like that's that's pretty funny (laughs) weird that's that's, how'd you get up there 
that's an absurd thing. But Jesus, dude, I'm looking at I'm lim- looking at the pictures of this, and it is like bars, the gym I used to go to, uh, restaurants, my old office. Shit is just fucking demolished. It is it is so spooky. Not ideal. Yeah. Maybe I'm fucking cursed, dude. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm gonna move to Chicago and like a year later, like a earthquake's gonna hit Portland or some shit. Damn. If that actually happens in a year's time, I will freak the fuck out on, on this show. <laughs> uh, I reach out to whatever higher power there is to remove this curse. That's an RFTB promise. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, our expertise is in uh, solving relationships, problems, and making jokes about. Uh, uh, stupid shit at the same time. So maybe we could cheer you up with that if you're out there having a, a rough time. Uh, so let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Check this shit out right here. My 20M girlfriend, 18F, gets upset with me that I won't illegally buy her nicotine. My 20M girlfriend, 18F, gets upset with me that I won't <laughs> illegally buy her nicotine. Folks. We're going to have to get on the same page about this. You can't, the first line of the question can't be the same as the title. It doesn't, it doesn't. Verbatim. Verbatim. It's not even the ones where they just kind of summarize it. This is full on like, okay, so there's the title. How should I, how should I start huh, this? What if I just type that again? In case they forgot. Leo, if they copy pasted this, I am furious. <laughs> <laughs> Took the time to control C, control V. <laughs> Put a, thank God that's in there. Oh. <laughs> People don't need to be scanning up and down uh, about an inch on the screen to see the title <laughs> versus the text box. Never going to okay, need it. Fuck. Never going to need it. Fix, anyway. Fix your question posting, but we will help you. My girlfriend recently just asked me to buy her pods, and I told her that I'm not going to because I'm not 21. She tries to guilt me into it by telling me that her friend's boyfriend buys it for her friend all the time. And he never gets carded, and that I'm being a pussy. I'm kind of baffled. She has an addiction to it. And I don't care if she does it, but it's not legal for me to buy it yet. What do I do about this? TLDR, girlfriend wants me to buy her nicotine. I don't care if she does it, but I refuse to buy it since I'll be carded. Tries to guilt me into it. What do? Posted by Large Green Apple. Jesus Christ. This is this is the uh this is like peak uh jewel brain. Right? This is like the 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 logical next step after you've reached the point of jewel insanity, you know, where all you can speak is where's my jewel? Where's my jewel? Did you ever see the picture? It's uh it's somebody found a, a fantasy art image of a shark man, like a half man, half shark. Yes, it's, it just it's says where's my jewel book. <laughs> <laughs> the shark busting in the window <laughs> bro let me hit your jewel please bro please <laughs> sharks and jewels name a more iconic couple i'll wait very 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 true there there is there is a little bit to this though because nicotine is really fucking addictive like we both use nicotine i think we can agree on that <laughs> yeah and if you're if you're somebody who uses it frequently, especially you know, I, I I'm guessing this is a jewel or something similar. It's the nicotine salts. It's quite a bit stronger. It's pretty fucking addictive. Yeah. And you know if you've you've ever been using that on a on a daily basis, you know when you don't have it, you can get a little you can get a little edgy. That's and, uh, putting it lightly for sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> differing differing degrees. I for, I for go psychotic <laughs> if I can't get if I can't get my nicotine. I'm a fucking I'm a mess. I'm non-functional. Interesting. Yeah. I I, I don't have I don't have that much of a I don't have that much of it with the jewel I did with the with the snooze. I don't have much of an issue. I uh, I got I what know. you like to call one of them addictive personalities. Oh, me too, dude. I, I'm surprised by this. <laughs> <laughs> not to say I'm not snoozing constantly. Sure. I, I, I've been in situations where I had absolutely nothing, and I was like, oh, okay. I smoke a cigarette once or twice, and I'm like, oh yeah, I stopped because these things fucking suck. They really do. <laughs> my uh, I've been having tro- problems with my vape battery. Uh, it's not charging effectively anymore. I need to replace my batteries. And so uh, I had to buy a pack of cigarettes to uh, cover the, the gap there. And uh, the first time I had to do that, uh, that pack of cigarettes lasted all week, right? Uh, I smoked like 15 cigarettes today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like that. That's what it's like. I'm surprised it transfers over for you. Cause like I could never quite replace, uh, th- like the 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 vaping with the smoke. Like going back, going from the smoking to the vaping was pretty easy. Going back, yeah. oh, unless it, I'm like shit faced. It's it's not smooth. It's not a smooth transition. Like you got to go outside and you're sitting outside and you're like, why am I outside? This is horseshit. <laughs> At least you get to look really cool though. That is true. Outside. That is fucking That's true. The upside. That's the upside. Wearing my leather jacket. So f- Fuck it, dude. Get her into cigarettes. Grow a backyard <laughs> fucking garden. Grow your own little micro uh, tobacco grocery. <laughs> Fuck. Extract the nicotine. Make your own pods. I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No. This is. This is. This is clearly. This is clearly fucking bad. Like you're. You're. You're super in. In the right here to be. To be baffled. This is. This is fucking nutty. And uh, I get like. I saw this. I, I was thinking. Uh, because all the fucking nicotine tobacco ages have changed since since you know when I turned eighteen, that's that's what it was, right? Um, so I was thinking it was twenty or some shit. I'm like, okay, he can he can legally do it. Nah, it's twenty one, dog, and she won't let him, or, or she's pissed. He's not he's not he's not doing it because he legally can. And I'm like, that's still that's still shitty. Uh, but it, I don't know. It, it, I can kind of, I can kind of see. But the fact that he's he can't legally do it either, right? Th- that's fucking wild. Yeah. Like how are you, how how is the person how the in what healthy relationship is is your partner who's supposed to care very much about you gonna call you a pussy because she can't buy jewel pods and neither can you, <laughs> but you won't go buy the jewel pods. Yeah, so <laughs> it's your fault. So if he would be equally breaking law to attempt to do this. Why isn't she doing it? Why isn't she absorbing the risk and not getting caught? Right. right. Yeah. It, may, it makes no, it, it makes no sense and it's shitty. Yeah. And I think you can chalk some of that up to the, to the addictive nature of nicotine. Right. Um, you know, it, it doesn't hundred percent excuse it, but if in the past she's not been so, you know, quick to quick to irritability and anger and, and shittiness, you know that could be a root cause of it. Might be might be worth the discussing with her, um, but just in general, you guys you guys are young here. You know she's only eighteen. She's being you know pretty pretty uh, insensitive and, and, and self centered about this and, and the way she's you know treating you. Um, 
about not doing a fucking illegal thing for her. <laughs> and, right. And obviously that's a fucking problem. Um, so I, I think you're all absolutely do not do this. Obviously. Um, I think you gotta, you gotta talk to her about it. Lay out how this is shitty to you, you know, lay out the issues with addiction there. If, if things have been okay in the past, maybe bring up that she's been on edge about this and it's not normally like her. Oh, um, nothing pisses off somebody in the midst of a Nick fit more than pointing out that they're in a Nick fit. <laughs> I mean, when things calm down, you can't do it like right in the middle of the fucking in the, in the middle of the fucking thing. Huh? You seem a little um, irritable. What? Of course I'm a little irritable. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the idea you, you do have to approach that sensitively but you, you, you get the idea yeah. if this could be more the fucking nicotine addiction than her but i also i, I suspect she's a big component of this um so if, if that doesn't pan out she keeps treating you shitty pressuring you do really stupid illegal things this isn't even like a cool illegal thing no. you go down for buying chewel pods for your fucking girlfriend <laughs> That's dumb as fuck, That's dude. Stupid. That's not even like you gotta a make, cool crime. You gotta make a court appearance for... But no. Yeah. <laughs> she just said Peckham and Jewel Pods. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for the callback. Nice. I don't know how exactly to to share this, but I think it's important that we all adopt as slang to call digital nicotine of all types Tron. Cause I think that's cool slang. <laughs> I'm I I want to craft. Okay. <laughs> I want to put this in the zeitgeist, right? So my my whole thing with the vape, I started to call it Nicotron, cause it's like a machine that does the nicotine. It's the Nicotron, right? <laughs> and then you shorten that. I'm following. And then you shorten it to Tron. How cool is that? Doesn't that make it way cooler than vape? Vape is such like, it is. It's such a like dumb chocolatey word, vape. You know? Yeah, I I I hate vape. Yeah, and it ha- it has so much baggage now. Tron yeah. is fucking cool. Tron's Tron cool. embraces the fact that it's on some like technological fucking shit. It's cyberpunk. It's also it's yeah, it's cyberpunk, but it's also like a joke. It's not taking itself too seriously. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Tron. Use Tron. Attention, vapors. <laughs> You're now Troners. You are now Tronites. You got you you you. Tr- you guys trying to Tron or? Yeah, y'all. Mind if I hit your Tron? Can I hit that Tron though? Um. Okay. Yeah. God, give it. Give Arthur your feedback in in the question box. <laughs> yeah, let if me you know. like this, we'll we'll mount a national campaign to get this into the uh, <laughs> into the into the fern. I could just imagine like it would be like an ad that looks a lot like a stop smoking ad, but it just says "Call vaping Tron now." <laughs> they call it. Instead of offering help to quit, you offer them help to help to uh, help with quitting saying the word vape and being a, being a dumbass and becoming cool and using the word Tron. That's right. Turn your fucking life around. <laughs> Stop. Get help. Say Tron. That's a good tagline. All right. Contact the fucking CDC. We'll get this. We'll get this underway. I got a guy. What the what? What are we fucking talking about? Relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and very trons good. very good the tron don't buy the pods that tron potentially didn't. break up with this girl i hope i hope it's all right I, I bet i get the impression this is an immaturity thing and nicotine fury thing and that's no fun yeah just give her two weeks and she'll she'll calm down but it's gonna be a rough two weeks she doesn't get access that's true 
she doesn't get access to nicotine in the next two weeks, you are going to have a hell of a time, my guy. Take a little vacation. Yeah, that's an idea. Get away for a little while. And then when you come back, she's like, I don't even want it anymore. Or she's, you know, created the growery and yes. uh, nicotine extraction system in the backyard that I <laughs> that I discussed. But And then she can get a chemistry degree. Like, it's great. Fuck, yeah, and the nicotine's there, and they can settle down. Okay, okay. Perfect. <laughs> You're perfect, dude. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know what else is perfect? The question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Woo! Yeah, it's perfect because it comes from our show, and, uh... We're, we're fucking perfect. True. I think I'd, I think I'm, I'd say very easily. The question box, <clears throat> the question box is, is the portion of the show where we take your, your listener questions. Uh, you can find a link to the show. If you'd like to submit a question yourself, you can find a link on our Instagram and the bio It's at radio free tote bag, uh, or on our website, radio free tote bag you don't have to make an account. It's an anonymous system. There's just a text box. Type your question in. Press send. We'll get it. Shit slaps. Yeah. We this don't week, get it. Uh, not so much a question as a comment on uh, our question from the last episode. Um, that was the one where uh, this gal had been dating a guy for a while. She was trying to get him into some kinky stuff. He'd been kind of uninterested, uh, but then they were having sex. And you're in a position that hurt, and she was like, that hurts. And then he, like, nutted immediately, right? And then she was, like, experimenting with trying that. She thinks maybe she's into it, or that the, the partner in here is into it. So, anyways, th- this person says, uh, we had theorized maybe, maybe yes, he's into it. This person says, though, I think the guy who immediately comes every time his girlfriend says a position is hurting her was probably holding back from coming and figured he might as well do it if they're going to have to stop. This is an in, huh. it's an interesting hypothesis, and it, it is it is it is grounded in reality and the facts of the case. However, I think he's a big pain perv. That's what I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm somebody who's kind of like you, you look for you look for the the simplest explanation. Occam's razor. The fucking yeah. There there we go. And uh, you know, it, it's 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 possible. It's possible. But uh, I, I don't think I don't, if I wasn't somebody, especially like repeating this, right? Yeah. Because uh, the one time, you know, it hurts. She has to stop. The other time she's she's kind of uh, uh, she's been saying sometimes just like a position hurts and, and dudes nutting immediately. Um, I feel like I feel like there's got to be some some connection there. Yeah, because homie would be like, uh, OK, all right, hold on. Let's let's, uh, you know, just flip over and, you know, what you spread. Spread your legs more, you know, whatever it would take to get to a comfortable position. If it was about like, we're going to have to stop if this hurts. Uh, right. You could just change positions, but I think he's like, oh yeah, I've hurt you with my schwanz. And that, that fucking <laughs> does it for him. And, and that's, that's where I am. I, I hold fast to this position, even though it hurts. <laughs> I agree. To to the uh, to the listener to ask that question. I, I'm curious if anything comes of this. Uh, <laughs> please, please. Oh boy, I walked. Right 
if, if any, you know, if, if if you get any updates on this, uh, send them our way. You know, we got we got we got other listeners out there who are invested now. That's right. You know, they're theorizing. They're theorizing. Theor- so are we. Theory crafting. RFTB want- lore videos soon to come. <laughs> we just want you to confirm that we're right. Basically, that's all that I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, are you ready for this fucking next question? Because this is wild. This is a lot. Wait, uh, wait, well, one, one more thing. Sure, one more sure. thing I was thinking about this. What kind of fucking ball control do you have that you can you could just hold back and come on a dime? Is that a normal thing? Because I don't fucking have that. I definitely don't have that. I'm either like 40 miles away or within an inch. Like, that's how Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like somebody who, was, who had a well-trained enough... Uh, a semen launcher, right? Like it, it was working it, working out the muscles to the point you know, you could hold on to it and just let it go when they need be. I feel like somebody who's that invested in their uh, ejaculation aptitude would probably be into some other, you know, sexual kinks or like at least of aware of their of their stance. That's true. On them a little more than uh, than this guy seems to be. I like your. Term. But who knows? Maybe he's a purist. He likes the basics. He likes to perfect the basics. Like not not a dime. I liked your term ball control because that is from sports also, which is great. <laughs> I, I I find myself sometimes saying something and it ends up cracking me up, and then I'm like, oh, like it's a, you know it's a reference to this thing, and like it's sports, and I'm like, oh, like I made that inadvertently because I don't know anything about sports. I've just heard this term thrown around. Yeah, and I'm inserting it here because I don't actually know what it means. You know who else had great ball control? Neville Chamberlain. (laughs) Okay, we didn't have to go back to that. What do we got next? (laughs) My coworker, 44M, who I view as a father, just confessed his attraction to me, 22F. As the title said, I had a very father-daughter dynamic with this man for the past year of working together. He knows that I view him as a father, especially because he reminds me of my actual dad. Over the past week, he's been acting very weird towards me, but I assumed issues outside of work were affecting him. There were a few middle-aged men at work who had relationships with the college students uh, where we work. We would joke about how nasty those relationships were. Then, yesterday, he said he needed to talk to me in private, and then he confessed his attraction to me. I was taken aback and feel betrayed. He made it seem like it was our problem, but I really think it's just his. I'm confused by his sudden switch from work dad who wanted to protect the younger ones from the gross men to becoming one of them himself. I do not want to go to HR about this because I don't think he'll make any more advances after I firmly told him no. And because he does have kids to support. What I'm looking for is advice on how to establish boundaries at work so that he doesn't misinterpret politeness for attraction. TLDR, I don't know how to continue a normal work relationship with him, and I'm not sure how to handle this sudden shift in dynamic. And that was posted by PoolCoola98. Oh, that, that's not good. This poor woman thought she had a work father. Turns out she has a work daddy. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yo. Oh, no. Because, man, like... They they had literally discussed the creepy older men coming on to the college students that work with them. And then I think I feel like maybe off of the strength of that conversation, he was like, I don't know, maybe I can maybe I can pull this off. 
Yeah, she doesn't think I'm creepy. Right. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do the shit the creepy dudes are doing. <laughs> what? I think that this this reminds me this reminds me of the fucking um uh like the fucking dumb nice guy routine, right? Or like the you know the talking all this shit about you know protecting. I think guys who are outright talking about like protecting women sure. from gross men, a lot of times. A lot of times that's not coming from a very good place. You know, it's coming from what they could look at me. You know, I'm better than these gross guys. Yeah. I deserve sex for this. Right. And I, I, honestly, that's that's almost fucking worse to me because you're establishing this fucking trust with somebody. And, and then betraying like a, a pretty positive relationship. Yeah. And then completely ripping the rug out from from under them. So I'm sorry you have to deal with this, especially especially at fucking work. Where you gotta be with this person, and you gotta run into him during the day, and there's all the fucking decorum of an office. That's gotta be really fucking stressful. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry you have to do it. You're having to deal with that. Absolutely. Ugh. Cause like, I I have the the dynamic with people that I work with of it does kind of become a little like a family. You know, everyone's got their little role that they play in terms of. Uh, propping up the emotional health of the people they work with and to have that change on you in such a drastic and violent way <laughs> like it's a lot to have this someone uh come on to you out of nowhere uh i sincerely hope that your rebuff of this man like holds and that he doesn't try to push it further because then you absolutely would have to take it to hr yeah, a hundred percent. His family be damned, you know. Like you got to do that. So that's, so it's it's fucking it's fucking wild. Um, I'll say I'll say too though, and and Op did notice that. You know, he's phrasing it as if it's their problem, but no, you're right. It is just his fucking problem. Yeah. Um, if you if you have the sense, you know that this this dude is maybe misguided. Or I, I, I don't know how to articulate articulate this this properly because I can't really think of many ways where this dude is not this is this is not intentionally manipulative, um, or even if unintentional that this this isn't just flat out fucking creepy and this dude you know needs to have consequences for it. Um, I, I guess I'm just saying, like if this is really stressing you out at work, um, my my initial reaction would just be. If that no maintains, you just avoid him and keep going. But, you know, that's still that's still fucking tough because then you're going into work every day. Like, what if this fucking dude tries something again? Yeah. Right. And work sucks fucking enough already. True. You don't want to have to be going in and, and dealing with a potentially potentially creepy fucking older dude in there. Um, so I, I would say, you know, I, I wouldn't you would you shouldn't feel bad at all if you were to go to HR. Um I would definitely at least inform some friends and family members too. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times situations like this where there's kind of a tendency to hide things that can really benefit the abusive person in that situation yes. um, and leave you kind of isolated. And so if you have, you know, at least your friends and family on the same page and aware, even if you're not quite ready to go to HR about it, like just, just definitely have this out there and in, in a timeline established of it. Um, but again, you know, if this is impacting your mental health on a day-to-day basis, this is not your fault at all, and it's impacting your your ability to work, and I think you should go to HR then. True. Um, 
but you know, that's a, that's a whole chaotic thing too. Uh, so I, 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 you sound like you got a good handle on this. Um, but, but definitely, definitely takes some, some kind of action here. And like you said, a hundred fucking percent, if he bypass, if he tries to come on again at all, you got to go fucking nuke this man. Nuclear. No doubt. Fuck. Yeah, man. I hate people, dude. I fucking hate people. <laughs> Me too. Every day, more and more people. Fuck. <laughs> It's, uh, it's fucking it's fucking bizarre. Man. There's a line in some song. I can't remember what song it is, but the line goes, hell is other people. Hell is this particular people. <laughs> it's true. I fucking hate this, dude. This man is hell. It's, it's so scummy on so many fucking levels. And again, that's that's to me is the worst kind of like this, this harassment to an extent. Uh, because they, they, you know, again, there's there's the rapport built, and you've essentially been groomed, mm. you know, by this dude and into this what seemed to be like a functioning and good relationship, and then like we said before, he fucking just rips the car uh, the carpet out from under you. That's yeah. that's fucking awful on so many levels. Um, so hit him with a baseball bat, hit him with a, <laughs> a cartoon hammer, smash him into a little puddle. Uh, give him the Minecraft guillotine. Yeah, that was perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we'll send you the we'll send you the blueprints. <laughs> Necessary materials. And an unmarked cube package. <laughs> trying to think what the packaging for a Minecraft. Okay, this is this is getting out of hand. What do we have next? <laughs> you reading a question is what we have next. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, Arthur. Help with explaining a glove fetish. You know where that takes us, right? Ooh, I think air is getting a little chilly. I think I do. That's right. It would be the Paraphilia Pantry where we find ourselves yet again. This is the segment that we do on the program where we explain paraphilia of some kind. This week, sounds like it's going to be latex fetishism. I'm excited. I'm stimulated by the material. Me, Me too. Um, so there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of details in here. I hope you have time to sit down. I'm going to get through this <laughs> and then maybe, maybe we can pick apart the little pieces. Okay. So let, let's take it again from the beginning. Uh, help with explaining a glove fetish. I have a latex glove fetish and I don't know how to explain this to my SO. I came here for help. Please put suggestions down below. And that was posted by medieval bread. <laughs> There are three comments. Yes. Mrs. Vixen 6769 says, honey, I have a latex glove fetish. Dot, 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 dot. Black face face says this. And OP says, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm just <laughs> going to do that. I'm, I'm thinking. He oh, would've... my God. I'm a fucking idiot. What? No, I, 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 so I thought I didn't. I didn't think that commenter was giving advice. I thought they were coming in, saying that they have a latex ah! fetish too. <laughs> and then it was just like maybe. maybe. I was like, "What do you mean, maybe? How do you know? clearly they do?" <laughs> okay, I'm a fucking idiot. Well, our my whole case has fallen to fucking shambles. All of my details, carefully arranged, have now been destroyed by this revelation. <laughs> I think maybe Ar- we- Arthur. 
What is a latex love fetish? Yes, what is yes. what is a latex fetish? From the Wikipedia article entitled Rubber and PVC Fetishism, rubber fetishism or latex fetishism is the fetishistic att- attraction to people wearing latex clothing or, in certain, cer- certain cases, to the garments themselves. PVC fetishism is closely related to rubber fetishism, with the former referring to shiny clothes made of synthetic plastic, polyvinyl chloride, that would be PVC, which is some information that I just gained. Didn't know what that stood for for the longest. And the latter <laughs> referring to clothes made of rubber, which is generally thicker, less shiny, and more matte than latex. PVC is sometimes confused uh, with the similarly shiny patent leather, which is also a fetish material, but it is a different fetish. Be very clear about that. Patent leather is very different from PVC. You gotta be clear. It's about also that. whack, dude. Real leather heads. We're about that full grain leather, brother. That's right. That fucking cow flesh. Put it on my body. That's the only way I can get off anymore. Uh, <laughs> the terms PVC, vinyl, and PU tend to be used interchangeably by retailers. Uh, but it's basically like, and it, like, this is perfectly appropriate for a fetish Wikipedia page. They get extremely granular on what percentage of the material can be what material in order for it to count as what, you know what I mean? <laughs> they get extremely <laughs> they're granular. Including a fucking, they're including a glove, you know, having, having a hot and steamy time. And all of a sudden he's like, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait, can, wait, wait, wait. Do you have the box for these? Oh my god. Latex composite? <laughs> How am I supposed to fucking <laughs> um, uh, there's a section on here entitled Motives. Uh one reason why latex or other tight shiny fabrics may be fetishized is perhaps that the garment forms a second skin that acts as a fetishistic surrogate for the wearer's own skin. Thus wearers of skin tight latex or PVC garments may be perceived by the viewer as being naked or simply coated in a shiny substance like paint. Latex and PVC can also be polished to be shiny and can be produced in bright colors, adding further visual stimulus uh, to add to the physical sensation made by the material. I I got the impression... Or th- this reminds me... We talked about the, the lunars, the, the balloon fetishes. Yeah, yeah, point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like there's got to be a little bit of overlap there. It, there's, I feel like something's got to be like the tension of the stuff, right? Sure. Like with the, with the balloon stuff, there's the tension. That was my theory. There's the tension of balloon and the pops. That's, that's got to do something for, for folks into that. Um, I can imagine like, cause there's like latex based bondage, right? Like there's those tables, like the vacuum tables. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Oh, where they like, where they like bag them up and then like vacuum them shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just yeah, wild. Like the whole fucking that's like the that's like the full on up there latex latex fetish. But it's like that that like sealing concept, uh, you know, like like tension and all that. A, a lot of these like shiny materials and stuff they they seem to have that that in common. Uh, might might just be some fucking nonsense because I have not personally fucked a glove, but. Uh, <laughs> That's my that's my theorizing on here. <laughs> what does it mention anything about gloves on that? Because that was the other thing. That's right. I think when we were, when we were talking about the lunars, there was a subsect of them that liked inflating gloves. That's true. Like a specific. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. There was like specifically rubber gloves. Uh, the only thing I found on this page is for hygienic reasons, many sex toys such as dildos and butt plugs are made from rubber or similar materials. This is also a factor in rubber fetishism. Some rubber fetishists are also medical fetishists 
or have an interest in klezmophilia, which I'm going to get to in a second, uh, oh. medical gloves and catheters uh, are made from latex, as are condoms. Uh, so I mentioned klezmophilia, and that, my friend, would be um, a paraphilia involving enjoyment and or sexual arousal from enemas. Oh, nice. That is not yeah. what I was expecting. Right. Um, I hear a fetish I don't know the name of. I have never heard before, and I, I have to assume it's going to be some out there shit. It's going to be pretty out there. Enemas. Enemas pretty. All right. I just sent you an image you know. in the Skype, and I would like you to describe it to our listeners, if you could, please. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Arthur has sent me an image of a, of a, a Mylar party balloon. You might find it a child's birthday, except for instead of a, you know, a big number seven or, or motherfucking uh, uh, SpongeBob or some shit. This has a picture. It's a little, it's a little, a little foggy, but what looks like a, uh, an anima bag. Oh yeah. A hand pump. And uh, around that framing, that that very sensual image, uh, up top it says, this bag's for you. <laughs> and on the bottom it says, enjoy some good, clean fun. Yeah, clean fun. Got to clean it out first. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use this anima. Uh, I've, got a, I've got some blown glass art pieces. I'm going to spray the water into there to clear out the dust that's been collecting. They're going to be looking so, so. I'm going to have so much fun with that, dude. It's going to be good and clean. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks for the balloon. <laughs> but I, I think as far as explaining it to your partner, the best thing you can do is just make sure that you guys are in a secure, loving place. And then you just go, hey, babe, um, next time you're giving me a hand row, could you just wear a rubber glove? Because that's really going to fucking do it for me. Right. And again, I, th- I think we said the same thing about the balloons too. This is one of those ones that's that's you know it's it's weird from just kind of like a, a normal perspective, like a vanilla perspective. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not. You know, there's fetishes out there that get super violent or emotional or you know dirty, and this is you know this is when it comes down to it, this is pretty fucking simple, right? You're, right. You're not you're not asking her to, you know, do do anything particularly crazy you're just asking her to put on a glove unless you ask her assuming that's what it is unless you ask her to do the howie mandel and put the rubber glove over her like top of her head and her nose and blow it up like a rooster comb (laughs) (laughs) that's what the latex glove finish is you fucking you want your partner to do the rooster It's such a stupid fucking image. Because uh, it pulls your nose up, too, so your top of your head looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you have a rubber glove inflated on your head. And it's covering your nose, so you're trying to, like, talk sexy, but it's all fucking coming like this. Hey, babe. Uh, do you fucking like that? I fucking like that. Oh, I'm your God. big medical supply rooster. <laughs> <laughs> okay that need that needs to be the image art <laughs> so with no context just somebody blowing up the glove on the top of their head <laughs> oh it's a powerful image you're welcome you're welcome okay yeah just just approach her with this be straightforward you know let her know that you're into it i don't think this is too big of a deal maybe she's into it too Could maybe be. have a conversation even if it's not this maybe she's into some other stuff and you can 
uh, maybe start exploring, you know, other things that, that you're into, uh, that maybe you haven't before. So I, I think this is, this is pretty good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about this. Hell yeah. Guess what, Donovan? Hmm. There is no escape. Not tonight. We remain in the paraphilia pantry. That's right. We're stuck. Can't move on because uh, this user has a question. That question is, does my boyfriend have an impregnation fetish? Yes. Yeah, he does. Oh, there's more. (laughs) Last night, my boyfriend and I were having sex and he started talking dirty. Now, earlier in the day, we were talking about a video I saw about a couple who was having trouble conceiving because of low sperm count. He said I shouldn't worry because his sperm is, quote, very potent, (laughs) which made me roll my eyes. Lol. So here we are, him on top of me, and he suddenly says, I wasn't kidding about my sperm being potent, you know. (laughs) And then he went on. Are you scared I'd get you pregnant if you went off birth control? Are you going to let me fuck a baby into you? Oh, my God. My question is, does he have an impregnation fetish? What exactly is it? Also, what kind of answer should I give him when he says things like that? Thanks. That was posted by LC9430. Yeah, so I fucking called it, dude. Told you I was perfect. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he, he, definitely, he definitely does. Um... It's a little strange of a way to approach it if this just came out of nowhere. Like, because there's there's some, like, kinky activity that you could probably introduce without having too much of a conversation about it if things are are kind of moving in that direction. Like, uh, lighter stuff, you know? Holding somebody down, pulling their hair, that sort of thing. Um, this This is a little more than that. Sure. Especially because of like the real consequences, you know, of, of potential pregnancy. This dude isn't even fr- like, like, I get he's saying it during sex. He clearly, you know, is into this, but I would be like, you know, is, is he doing a scene here or mm. is he like actually like literally into the idea of getting me pregnant, pregnant? Um, Cause that, yeah, it, it, it just seems strange to me to just drop this, you know, Pretty pretty intense kind of kind of scene on her, yeah. With with never you know having having discussed that before. No preamble, but I, but no information. Know. Here it comes. Enjoy my seed. That's ooh. yeah. <laughs> your your very potent seed. <laughs> your powerful, fucking germinating. <laughs> Dude, my sperms are at Gold's Gym every day. <laughs> you got a Gold's Gym in your balls. <laughs> they're fucking everywhere man it's possible <laughs> i got a planet fitness in my balls <laughs> you're jerking off one time uh maybe you've been jerking off too much recently so it's really scraping the bottom of the jizz barrel and a tiny fully developed uh you know duplex with a with a gym in it maybe some small condos <laughs> on the floors above comes flying out of the tip of your penis and then all the swole swarms and sperms get up and run into it and then they start just Cranking out reps, dude. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Talking about my own paraphilias here. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking I'd like grunt, and then uh, somebody who works at the at the Planet Fitness in my ball sack comes over and politely says, "This is a no goon zone. You're not allowed to grunt here." 
Somebody pulls the lunk alarm in your balls. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that beeping noise? <laughs> I very much enjoy this fiction we've created. This is powerful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is all very valuable information to uh to OP here too. We're really sure. getting in the mind of uh of a man with very potent sperm. Oh, my God. He's very clear about that, too. He was like, I have very potent sperm. Homie, how do you know that? <laughs> unless, you, unless you have a, just a trail of pregnant women behind you, you have no way of knowing that your sperm is particularly potent. You're just talking yourself up. You're just talking a big game. Yeah, and it's, it's a strange... It's a because okay, this comes from them watching a vi- she sees a video about a couple who's having trouble conceiving because of sperm count. She's telling him about it, and he's like, "Don't worry, my sperm is very pro- potent." And she's Extremely. like, "Okay." And, and then, then later and on, then they're having yeah. But does it come back into his mind? He's like, "Oh yeah, I just remember I got some potent ass sperm." Yeah, you're gonna. You gonna let me, uh, you know, bust my Ultima nut? And you like that? Get you pregnant he's a million times at the limit, same time. He's gonna limit break his cock. <laughs> Bingo. I, I yeah, I just can't. I'm split on like this guy is definitely into that sexually, but I can't tell if it's like he's trying to introduce that or he just. Got, he he kind of sounds like a dingus. He, maybe he just got himself worked up about that. His fucking potent ass sperm, and he was getting all, you know, all hot about himself. And then in the moment, he's like, "Oh yeah, this is hot. Here we go." He's just like uh, he's just up there pumping away, and he just fucking goes, "You know my fucking sperm's like really good, right?" And you're like, "Uh," and he's like, "Are you scared you're gonna get pregnant if you went off birth control?" But I think that's a fairly reasonable fear that I would become pregnant if I were to go off of birth control. Are you gonna let me fuck a baby? In- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so okay, the, re- the reenactment has, has made me double down on this. Lunk this is, alarm. This is- I'm pulling the lunk alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to pull the lunk alarm on this guy. If if everything else is okay, and I don't, something, I, I, I don't like this dude. But no. if everything else is okay, it, I, I, at least get into him about about this, right? You know, make sure this is like a fetish thing. He's not literally trying to get you pregnant. Yeah, if he's, he's trying to create a Greg, if he's trying to create a pregnancy that you don't want, that's a big, 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 big problem. Exactly. Uh, so that, that's what I was saying before too, with a fetish of like this level where like the real version of it could cause really fucking serious consequences. You really got to talk about it quite a lot. True that. Um, and it seems like he just jumped in there, you know, his brain was overwhelmed by his potent sperm. They became too strong. He is no longer <laughs> a man, a mere shell of a human full of squirming viscous cummies, powerful cummies. Uh, Swole gummies. But yeah, general gut feeling, though. And I, I trust my instincts. Uh, yeah, I don't like this guy. He should come date me. True. I have very weak sperm. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. It's good. 
What's up? Uh, I think we all kind of get what the paraphilia is about. It's it's probably like a power thing, right? Uh, there, I think I think there's a little there's a little more to it than than that. I'm trying to think of what what I would compare it to. Uh, Kinkley.com says an impregnation fetish is marked by intense arousal from the possibility of impregnating one's partner or becoming pregnant via the act of unprotected vaginal intercourse and that the impregnation fetishist is turned on by the riskiness of their actions rather than an actual desire to face the consequences. Ah, uh, see, cause I, I was thinking of like the, like the idea of like, like physically leaving you know something something in your partner is being the focus versus the the kind of like thrill of it that mm. goes along with like exactly what it seems like this guy is saying sure yeah but again also the very potent sperm comment after the fucking after the video makes me feel like it, it's a little more a little more of like a a, a thing that he i don't know he's definitely wants, been thinking about it are yeah. you going to let me <laughs> fuck a baby into you. What a fucking line, man. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. He practiced that in the mirror before. Man, I wish I had that level of confidence just to say that to another human being like out of nowhere. Wow. <laughs> you gonna let me... You gonna let me burgle your turds? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna steal them all. <laughs> what's what's next? Give it, That's give like me. the opposite of impregnation fetish, right? It would be like turd burgling fetish. Sure, so you're, so you're, in, you're trying to take some stuff out. You're taking. Yeah. yeah. How about that? How about, How about that? that shit? You like that? Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, first time giving strip tease slash lap dance. Dot dot dot. I'm terrified. Oh, it's okay, baby. Don't be scared. Thanks, Arthur. Okay, that was my question. We're just saying something I'm experiencing. Uh, let's go on to the actual question. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend has been extremely stressed with work, and I want to surprise him when I go visit with a strip tease slash lap dance. Ooh. Normally, we're both very straightforward, let's do it kind of people. I like the idea of wearing something alluring, a uh, strappy panties, corset, bra that barely covers, and not letting him touch me while I tease him, but I'm just scared I'll look like an idiot. I've read tutorials, looked through Reddit, YouTube, Pornhub, Quora. <laughs> That's a <laughs> oh, weird God. source for that. Oh, God, I want to see the fucking answers on there, <laughs> etc. about ways to do a tease slash dance. I think I have the hang of what I could need to do, I'm just really nervous about how to stay in control of the situation and not feel silly. As for our sex life, we're very open to each other and comfortable. I've been working on trying to get in shape and feeling more confident with myself. Overall, I'm shy and giggly and silly, but there are times he gets very dominant, which I love. Any suggestions on how I can push myself to own this and get into the mindset? And that was posted by Anne... Iros, isn't that a fucking prostate stimulator? An aros? An an era an eros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A you think that's what this is a reference to? Maybe. Huh? Maybe. That's a little Easter egg. Okay. 
first things first, don't go don't go to fucking Quora to uh to to get answers on striptease. I would say even more <laughs> fundamental to the question, a corset is not the choice for a striptease. Oh man, I did not even put that together. You're gonna get to the tit drop and it's gonna be like, hold on, can you can you just pull it just pull the pull that and then like you just gotta unlace it a little bit for me because I literally can't reach it and also I had to have my cousin put me into this before I came over here. This is a lot. You're gonna need a, a ten minute song just for that section of the striptease. <laughs> right. I You're recommend to... something repetitive, energetic, but gripping. Yes. Oh yeah, song choice is a big fucking deal. Like uh uh I I had a friend uh in my twenties, uh she was a, a stripper, and she would very carefully choose the songs that she was gonna perform to in the course of an evening because she like she was like making a performance it's a fucking performance so that's that's I, that i think is the first piece of advice i can give in terms of getting into the mindset this is not something that you are necessarily sort of just doing for your boyfriend you're like making an art piece in a way you know what i mean yeah, that's like you're doing for your boyfriend a, this is that's this a really is, good way to look at it yeah you're you're making something uh creative so it's you know it, the the number one thing that I find when I'm doing something creative, if I'm not having fun doing it, then it's not worth doing. So like, right. this has to be something fun for you. And I, I would I would focus it on like the development on it on stuff that's that's that makes you comfortable, that makes you feel confident, that you that you you know vibe with. Because I reckon this is it, it's similar to dancing, right? Like if you put on uh, motherfucking. Uh, some pop music. I can't really, I can't really get into that. I'm, I can't really just dance to stuff. I'm not super into. Right. But if you throw some fucking house music, I'll go fucking ham and I'll get into it. Yeah. So pick a song that like, you know, makes you feel like that, that you, you'd feel comfortable dancing to, you know, you get some, you get some fucking energy out of, uh, cause just like dancing, the big thing is, the big thing is confidence. Yes. Right. Even if you're not doing it a hundred percent correct, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're confident and you're taking your clothes off, sit like real sexy with music in front of your boyfriend. That's all you fuck. You got it, you know. Yeah. And you guys got this, you know, good communication. You're you're open and comfortable with each other. You say you, uh, you know, it, it it doesn't seem like something where you you would need to feel you know too insecure. So I would just keep reminding yourself this motherfucking this motherfucker loves you. Yeah. You know, you're fucking hot. Do your thing. You know. And if, if and if it gets goofy, it'll get fucking goofy. You know, this shit is silly. Sometimes, sometimes you laugh and all that, but but just just you know, keep keep it going. You're you're not gonna turn them off, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Even if it, even if it does get silly and goofy, you can laugh about it together. It's not that he would be like, what what are you? You didn't you didn't uh, uh, do that dead drop absolutely perfect. That's the only dance move I know, <laughs> and it's from voguing, which is not what you would be doing probably if you were doing a striptease. No, uh, probably something more like. Uh, yeah, it's been that Dougie you were doing. <laughs> sure, we know so when, much about know, dancing. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, when you when you hit the when you hit the whoa uh, during that strip tease. <laughs> yeah, when you were when you were nay naying when you were trying to take your shirt off, that was was unappealing. I no, like it, it in general, but the combination of flossing and removing a corset, <laughs> it just it was very oh, prolonged. That's how you would be able to do it, because you'd go back and forth to loosen it. 
Oh, oh fuck, dude. Okay. I am that... fucking brilliant. How many God. times will I be reminded of this fact? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't wear a corset. Be confident. Craft a thing. Like do, like, do it in the mirror. Like, take a minute. Like, work on it for a second. And if you fuck it up in the middle of it, don't worry about it. You're getting naked, and that's going to be great, too. Yeah, it's 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 going to be hot regardless. As somebody who's also got anxiety, you know, I, I still get that kind of doing something out of the ordinary like this where the totally focused on you can be can be a little bit jarring, make you a little bit on edge. Maybe drink a beer or two, too, you know? Yeah. Get a little Take the edge up. off a little bit. You'd be, you'd be good. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's what I like to do when I'm doing a strip tease. My fucking, my fucking tubby ass. <laughs> just like... <laughs> drink a beer <laughs> yeah in front incorporate that into the fucking thing <laughs> just like pound a brewski in front of a wire <laughs> now, now i'm just picturing arthur blasting some uh some fucking like old daft punk like one of the real aggressive tracks on yeah homework. like rock and roll <laughs> it's just tearing his clothes off with one hand while, while just chugging a natty daddy with the other hand. And then he pulls another one out. You don't know where it came from, but but you do. <laughs> Yank it from my rectum and then down it. That's fucking art, brother. That's weird. Take notes from Arthur. Just do that fucking spot on. <laughs> just covered in premium malt beverage and fucking... <laughs> Premium bulk beverage and, and ass sweat. <laughs> Christ. Oh, I hate it. I hate love it. <laughs> it's great. You're going to be fucking great, Anne, Anna Rose. You're going to kick ass. You know, just 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 get excited about it. And again, just remind yourself, it, it's going to work out no matter what. No fucking pressure. So with that in mind, just try to make it as good as you can. Just have some fun. It's a fun thing to do. Just have some fun. This beat is sick. I want to put a natty daddy in the opposite place of your disco stick. (laughs) And it just kept going and you slowed down in the middle of it. So you couldn't get out of it quickly. That was good. (laughs) I slowed down because I was trying to, trying to put something together. Trying to work on it. Trying to keep the, trying to keep that aircraft like afloat. (laughs) Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. That's all right, though. I'm, I'm hilarious. Folks, this has been fucking Radio Free Topag, episode 95. 95 episodes. Fuf, fucking thing. Fuf, un 90... Wow. <laughs> 95, 95, <laughs> hours. <laughs> 95 hours of our voices have been beamed into the internet and from there into your ears. Hopefully. Did you listen to all of them? Go back and listen to the ones you haven't. Go get in the backlog. A few of those episodes need some love. Get in there. Uh, speaking of giving us some love, you can go to iTunes and rate us five uh, stars or Stitcher or does Spotify have rating? I don't even know if they do. They better. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, just go go rate us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, we like that a whole bunch. Leave us a review if you're so inclined. Uh. Another thing I want to mention, as we come up to episode 100, I mentioned this before, if you have a favorite moment from the program, if you have something that you really liked that we did, if you could tell us what episode that was in, we're going to try to do a clip show for episode 100 
and uh, it would really help me uh, craft it if we had some listener feedback on what their what y'all's favorite bits were. So I'd like that very much. Yeah, because we're we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a lot of a lot of digging through a hundred hours of material. That's a lot. Hundred hours of gold. How could you possibly separate the gold from the gold, Arthur? Right. It's like gonna... it's like finding a diamond in a diamond pile. I'm gonna have a hard time <laughs> choosing. It's I I love it all. I love the whole thing. Uh, it's like or... finding a Donovan in a pile of Donovans. <laughs> <laughs> I could find the real one. I could. I was more it. saying that. You know, I'm fucking great, and so there's a pile of me. You'd be like, how could I possibly pick one? They're all perfect. <laughs> They're all incredible. <laughs> I just have to, to find the real Donovan. I would just have to yell, where'd my dick go? And then listen for the laughs. <laughs> oh, uh, we got to get that true. Okay. That's true. Our intro song is the song hanging on by the <laughs> Our intro song is the song hanging on by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Calm. And our outro music this week is uh, got a little, little special something for you. Uh, right. It's this abomination that Arthur has created. That is correct. Uh, you'll see. Uh, I'm very happy about it. This, this, this was uh, the genesis of this was a late night uh, video gaming, just bullshitting session. And here you go. Now you have to listen to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you love it. Blast it on your stereo. Play it at your wedding. Tag us with the hashtag RFTB song. Donovan, Arthur, Picky. Sex, sex positive. Sex positive. LGBT relationship sh- advice. Strip tease. Comedy. Natty daddy insertion. Vor. What's the, what's the limit on a single hat? Put it all in one hashtag. We, we'll find it. folks thanks for joining us i love you and thanks and bye perfect all right hit it Oh, 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 over me, my green is where it's supposed to be Your green is in my grocery, this Asian dude, I throw this girl in
finish me And I'll give you all of me until there's nothing left I swear this summer will be summer camp